The Confession Corner may contain some content that is not suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, and uh, welcome back to the Confession Corner. Where the gossip is hot and the drinks are cold. I'm one of your hosts, Susan. I'm Emily. And I'm Renee. And uh, this is now the second time that we're trying to record this uh, because we tried to do something new and it didn't work. If it's not broke, don't fix it. We should have known better. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Cogsworth. (laughs) I was going to say, name that movie, Confessioners, name that movie. (laughs) Um, So we're going to, since we already started this, I really just kind of want to jump in. We've already decided our order and all that. Um, It has been a long week for everybody. Um, and we didn't really feel like researching any cases and we haven't gotten anything new lately, which is perfectly fine. Uh, but it also gives us the opportunity to kind of tell some of our own stuff. So um, we teased a little bit last episode about uh, how uh, two of us worked in fast food. Um, one of us is a service industry legacy person. The other one has worked in retail. Uh, so we got a lot going on so we're gonna we're gonna divulge some stuff that happened so yeah and let me tell you two of mine shockers y'all ain't ready for it you're not ready for it (laughs) not okay let's jump right into it make your stories quick babies all right so uh, um (laughs) i worked in fast food for many a year from about 2011 to about early 20 late 2015 early 2016 yeah and um I saw a lot of stuff you guys lots of stuff I um (laughs) so at the restaurant where I worked we had these like appreciation days um most commonly were like military appreciation or uh, like first responder appreciations so one year we decided to split up uh police and fire and rescue So on our police appreciation day, we had most of our county and town cops sitting at our restaurant. And so I worked drive through that night and before marijuana was legalized in Virginia, um, it was a no, no, right. As we all know. And (laughs) my, um, my supervisor at the time, comes over because she's expediting food out the window because we have a big long line and she looks down and she sees the passenger rolling a fat one. <laughs> oh my <laughs> yeah. god just rolling a big ass joint in the passenger seat. Now my manager at the time was a big stickler for the rules. Like she was like a very, very strict person. So what does she do? She takes her tiny little self, she walks out into the dining room she I'm pulls one of the deputies over and goes, that van right there that's sitting there waiting for food, they're rolling a joint in the front seat. I cannot. So <laughs> what, what do these deputies do? About four of them get up and they saunter their way over and they take care of the situation and they come back in and they're talking to my manager and she's like, so what did you do? They said, we just stood there and really just looked at them like, Really? You got a you got a parking lot full of cop cars. Hey, you just gonna roll a joint? You're gonna roll a doobie like that? (laughs) (laughs) 
just gonna roll a doobie like that with all these fucking cops? Oh, it was so funny. I don't I don't think they got in trouble because they didn't technically see him do it. But like, and maybe they were just gonna let him have a pass, as far as I know, but like I, I looked at her, I was like, Man, you big stickler. Why can't you just let it go? <laughs> they just wanted some Chick-fil-A, bro. They had the munchies, bro. <laughs> but also like rolling a joint in the passenger seat. But like they just had munchies. It was the funniest thing at the time that I had seen. And my next two one, like my next two, they progressively get worse. Uh, so that's fun. So who's next? Right. Well, um, since we're starting off slow, this is actually, um, I found this in my, I have screenshots from like Reddit and stuff for when I need to pull a story out of my ass. And this is the time. So thank you, <laughs> Reddit. So, um, I faked colorblindness to avoid workplace uniform requirements. I worked as a valet, and they had a strict uniform requirement, including black pants. Mine were dark gray. I knew all along I was committing an infraction, but refused to spend the money on more pants just for a part-time job. Valid. Valid. (laughs) Very. Four months into the job, they noticed and called me out, but I made... I maintained that they were black. A debate arose, and then someone actually asked cautiously if I was colorblind. I said, well, if you're so sure I'm wrong about this, then maybe then maybe I am. It's been suggested before. I don't even think that's how colorblindness works. Nevertheless, <laughs> management took pity on me. <laughs> I never corrected the error, nor was I disciplined, and I shared this in... I shared this to atone for my sins. Oh <laughs> my god. I love that. <laughs> That's so funny. See, I actually have... Okay, sorry. Here here um I don't know how colorblindness works. I don't know if anybody else does, but someone actually commented on it and said, "I'm actually colorblind and it's a spectrum. I've also used it as an excuse in similar contexts despite the fact that I could differentiate the colors in question." <laughs> that doesn't have like a if there's a required uniform that they don't provide it to you so like I have in the in this like multiple times in fast food like when you have a uniform they supply it to you Uh, I currently work in security and all of the staff that I oversee they have a uniform that like we order for them so like taken out of your paycheck uh, well, it's not taken out of their paycheck unless they don't return it. Yeah. Oh, Most sweet. companies, it's not taken out unless you don't return it. That's how Josh's old job oh, was. That's not how it works for Chick-fil-A. But, okay. Uh, no, technically, at least when oh, I was God. working there, it didn't come out of our check. Oh, it definitely came out of mine, but whatever. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. They, they basically told me when I left that I had to turn my uniforms in for uh, two different reasons. One of which is you don't want somebody doing something incredulous or not appropriate to the brand standard in their uniform, right? Yeah. Um, and if it does cost them money to buy it, so if you don't return it, 
then like yeah. it's going to come out of your last check. Yeah, the same thing with um when I worked waxing too. Like I had a uniform and it definitely came out of pay paycheck. No, but... see with Josh's old job, they were essentially like rented. So if he didn't return them, they came out of his yeah, paycheck. That's how Tim's uh, last job was prior to but when he to had to be now. fair, his uniform was Centos. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's kind of what Tim's was. So. so that might be what it is. But I have worked m- two places, both which I'm going to talk about today, where <laughs> I had to buy my own clothes. And the first one, um, okay, I worked at the tanning salon. So at the tanning salon, you had to have khaki pants and a black polo. And every now and then they would come out with shirts and you could wear the shirts instead of a black polo. But I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Like, you know, what what are you going to wear to a tanning salon? You know what I mean? Kind of thing. And then when I worked at the sporting goods store, same thing. Like I had to wear out clothes. So like made sense. Yeah, I mean, I feel like there's yeah. definitely different levels. I just think it's interesting that this guy decided he was going to use this colorblind, this colorblind excuse just to not wear black pants. It just it's well, funny. no, it's sense. it's the fact he didn't want to spend the extra money. He already had dark gray pants. He didn't want to spend the fucking money. Valid, valid. I feel that. Don't get me wrong, but like they don't pay me enough, <laughs> right? For real, for a part time job. Fuck that. I mean, I didn't say it wasn't wrong. I just said I thought it was funny. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> all right nay all righty so uh we're gonna start i worked at a pet store for a very short amount of time um i did actually really love the pet store because one i just mainly hid in the cat room um and that's when my love of cats started (laughs) um but I hated, like, management and whatever, but it's fine. So, I, my job was, I was in charge of taking care of the animals. Um, I wasn't really a cashier. I would only jump on every now and then. Um, So, I got taught how to obviously change bedding and give medications to sick animals and blah, 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 blah. So I went in to our sick room and um, there was a hamster in there and uh, she was needing um, oral, like um, basically antibiotics um, for like an infection she had or whatever. Um, Well, this little hamster got used to my scent um, And I went in there to scruff her one day and give her the medication. And you guys, I mean, she was like um, what we call a teddy bear hamster. So not the smallest hamster, but pretty dang small. Um, (laughs) I mean, it's a hamster. (laughs) Um, I had a, you know, a small syringe, but to their little mouth, it's so big. And you had to shove this little syringe in their little oh, mouth. No. And I want to see how the medicine in the, their mouth. And this little fucker <laughs> <laughs> turned around and bit my finger. 
What a jerk. Um, and I was like, <laughs> you know, they're so I was little. Shaking, I was shaking my hand, and it was attached to my hand. Stop. <laughs> and then finally, I threw it against the wall. <laughs> I threw it against the wall, oh, and no. it obviously fell down to the ground. And I picked it back up, and it was like all like walking funny and then it died like a couple days later <gasps> Renee! <laughs> no no okay okay rodents are fucking awful they bite you and you're fucking done you, that's the only way to get them off yes it was like literally hanging on and so i flung my hand the hardest i could to get it off of me and I hit it against the wall, and I'm pretty sure it gave it damn brain damage because it died a couple days later. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Renee! Oh but it was sick, God. anyways. Um, I didn't do it on purpose. I would never do that. Oh my <laughs> but, gosh! Yeah, that's what happened. Um, <laughs> and um, my, our mom was like freaking out because like I'm like I just got bit at work from this hamster, and she's like, "Oh my God, rabies!" <laughs> <laughs> love you mom like, you need to get a rabies shot I was like I'm fine um but yeah after that um I got bit I like um someone was like oh Renee we need your help in fish and I'm like okay yeah um I just got bit by a hamster pretty bad so uh <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna be able to put my hand in a fish tank like damn <laughs> sorry I really don't want to have a bacteria infection but thanks anyways <laughs> oh my god <laughs> like, oh, are you okay and I'm like yeah I'm fine it's just bleeding <laughs> it's just bleeding <laughs> it's fine <laughs> I'm like I'm pretty sure the hamster is not okay though <laughs> <laughs> did say that so if we're talking about being impaired right um two things happened at the restaurant at uh (laughs) i'm sorry at the restaurant like literally within like i think two weeks of each other Mm -hmm. so uh the first thing that happened was in our hometown, before they expanded the shopping center where um, where the restaurant is at, the uh, parking lot used to just stop. Like, it, it, you couldn't go any further. It was like an end of a construction zone type thing. And then um, the parking lot, you come in, it's like a big square. And then you'd have to kind of come out the same way you went in. There was no, like, quote, exit lane. Um. Well, one of my biggest spots at at the restaurant was I stayed in the drive-thru. I either did the headset or I did the window or I helped bag food. Um, and so you saw a lot of shit come through the drive-thru area. Uh, well, this particular afternoon, um, an entire line of police cars just swerve in. They are doing a chase through the um parking lot like high speed Mm -hmm. chasing this car right oh my god so they're like circling the restaurant all these people the dude it was a dude goes out of our parking lot goes through the furniture stores parking lot next door jumps 
the the hill that's separating oh the two God. buildings. You have like SUV, like a police SUV is just bouncing their way <laughs> through this Holy little like shit. through this little divot. And this guy's just circling the restaurant. <laughs> oh my god! So we're sitting there, and you, our kitchen guys are like out the back door watching this happen. All of the 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 kitchen head because we had a kitchen headset at the time; it was still newer, and it connected to my headset because I was on headset that night. And I have the lead kitchen guy giving me play-by-play in my ear. And I'm <laughs> relaying it to the staff. <laughs> oh my God. As we're watching these cars circle the parking lot. Finally, I guess the guy realizes that he's going to get blocked in because the road just like stops. Like you can right. so many times you can circle the restaurant without being trapped by the police. So he like <laughs> leaves our parking lot and like hauls ass over across the street to the Target parking lot, and they oh finally my- surround him. <laughs> Holy shit! Okay, so that's one week, right? About two weeks later, somebody. Now, if you live in our hometown, you know how the restaurant parking lot is set up. It's got like this curb that looks like it's just a flat curb. But it actually dips. Um, it's a concrete barrier. And it like dips down. Well, somebody, I guess, wasn't paying attention or was also impaired. Because they drove their tiny ass little like Honda over this curb. Ended up nose down as, as like a, using the curb as like a fulcrum, right? Just like nose down into this curb, right? Mm-hmm. It took two flatbeds. To get them out. <laughs> oh my god, how fast were they going? I have no idea, but like, we had to stop dinner service in the drive through because we had to have two flatbeds come into the tiny-ass parking lot to pull this car the way it was precipiced on this uh, little curb thing. You know, the little curb that separates the IHOP from the restaurant? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's just like precariously just teeter-tottering there yeah. and it took two flatbeds <laughs> to oh get them so one week we had a high speed chase going through the Shules parking lot people bouncing all over the place to having a car just decided it was going to run over the barrier and shut down our dinner service oh my god it's always <laughs> a Honda and it was probably a Honda Civic <laughs> <Yeah! Thank you. laughs> <laughs> oh my god i mean am i bet. wrong <laughs> how much you wanna fucking bet yeah it was, it was some kind of all i know it was a tan honda that's all i know because i kept it's always tan <laughs> so the other car was a little red rinky dink oh like, red <laughs> yeah so the other one was like a red rinky dink car like think late 95 to 98 like Lord. car um just hot riding himself into oblivion i guess and the other one was a tan honda <laughs> and that's not even the worst one i got one more that's even better <laughs> i got two pretty good ones okay this next one my last one's gnarly so <laughs> this next one i worked at a tanning salon and at the time I live, I was working in Charlottesville. So I had worked a double that day, which means I opened that morning. I had to be there at 7 a.m. 
and we closed at 10 o'clock at night, which means I wasn't leaving until at least 10, 15, okay? So this client comes in like 30 minutes before close. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? She comes in, she wants to tan for 12 minutes. I was like, okay, cool, 12 minutes. Oh no, I'm sorry, it wasn't 30 minutes before close. It was like five minutes before close. So I was like, okay, 12 minutes, that's not bad. So she lays there and we can't mop, we can't do anything until this client's out of the, the salon. So she gets in her 12 minutes, she finishes, about five minutes go by, she's still not out of her room. I was like, okay, maybe she like is sweaty or something, because normally it doesn't take more than like five minutes. And so 10 minutes go by and I knock on her door and I was like, you know, like, ma'am, are you okay? And she doesn't answer. Give it a couple more minutes. Same thing. Ma'am, are you okay? Now, 30 minutes go by. It's 1030 at night. Okay. I'm tired. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I don't know what my brain is thinking, but I don't know if it's good or not. Right. So 30 minutes go by. I call, I'm like, I'm looking at this, my coworker. I was like, what do I do? I can't go in there. She's naked and the door's probably locked. So I can't go in there. I don't know if this woman's dead. I don't know if this woman's alive. So call my boss. I said, what do I do? She said, call the non-emergency number. Call the non-emergency number. I let them know. Hey, this client's been sitting in this bed for 30 minutes. Like, I, I, I don't know what to do. I don't know if she's okay. Blah, blah, blah. They take fucking forever to get there. Bitch fell asleep. Oh my, I thought maybe she was high. Oh no, Jesus. She okay. Fell asleep. She fucking <laughs> fell asleep. What a heavy sleeper. She and I literally blew an air horn. We have one at the salon for whatever reason. And I blew it. And she like didn't wake up. Dang. She was tired. That's just <laughs> like that's like our friend C who decided he was gonna sleep through a through an earthquake. I feel like Renee, she's got that 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 level. Renee, I don't give a fuck that she was tired. I literally had worked like a 14-hour day and I had an she hour drive tired. home. I don't give a fuck, Keisha. <laughs> Renee, okay? Renee, she was tired. It's fine. I don't give she's a fuck. Tired. I don't give a fuck. I had worked a 14-hour day or whatever, however many hour fucking that is. I was tired. I had an hour drive so home. did... Did she wake up after the non-emergency personnel came or like... No, we were literally walking out the door as soon as they fucking pulled up. So they pulled in after she woke up? Yeah, so she got up, left the salon, we shut the salon down. Because like when she wasn't answering, I was like, girl, fucking mop the floor. I don't give a shit. And I, Mm. but I couldn't count drawers. I can't count, you couldn't count drawers until every client was out of the building. Um, so I had just my drawer to count, like, officially, you know? Right. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Um, but, like, yeah, so we locked up the salon, lights out, everything. It was probably 11 o'clock at night. They roll up. They were like, yo, okay. I was like, yeah, she gone now. (laughs) (laughs) Not your country ass. Yeah. (laughs) No, literally, I was like, yeah, she's gone now. Like, what if she had been dead? What if there was a medical emergency or some shit? What if she was laying there dead? Well, if it had been a medical emergency, you would have called the emergency number. Nah, nah. No, but I did it. I did not know if she was okay. 
I was true. told by my boss to call the non-emergency number to have someone come and check it out. True. And mm-hmm. I told the non-emergency people, I said, I don't know if there's a medical emergency. I don't know what's going on. So that's on her, not me. But she, she was, was fine. Tired. A bitch was just asleep. But yeah, I was pissed. She was I tired. <laughs> okay, well, um, I'm pretty sure after my story, my client wasn't so tired. Uh, <laughs> so, as I've mentioned before um, on this um, wonderful podcast, I was a full body waxer. Um, and I... I started um, in June, so it was like peak waxing time. Um, And so I got trained pretty quickly. Mind you, I never waxed anything but like upper lips um, and eyebrows. Um, So this was my first time doing full body waxing, and it was my time to do my first Brazilian on on a real client. Well, how this company works is if you're getting waxed by a new waxer, you get the wax for free. Um, (laughs) It's because they know you're going to fuck it up. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. So she knew about this. She knew I was a brand new waxer. She knew what she was signing up for, but oh, this poor woman. (laughs) Oh, no. So... I, I can't say it was my first official wax by myself because I had waxed my trainer. Um, mm-hmm. But my first wax on a client. So the thing is, um, now, just a disclaimer, all bodies are beautiful. Okay? Absolutely. All bodies, all bodies are beautiful. And um, we, as um, waxers, um, estheticians, whatever. Um, we do not judge your body. Okay. I just want to put that out there. That being said, if you are a heavier set person, it is just a little bit harder to hold everything taut. Um, and as, or, or it, um, it, it, as if you weren't like, um, a hundred pound person, you know? (laughs) Um, So my very first client Brazilian was a heavier set woman. So I was trying my best to hold everything taut. um, And when I did her uh, labia strip, I got the wax stuck together and stuck (gasps) on her. Uh, <laughs> oh um, no and I freaked out <laughs> I oh was like, no I was hurting her and I said I'm so sorry like I'm so so sorry and she's like it's okay it's okay and I'm like I'm about to cry like you <laughs> oh, felt no. that would be me I'd be crying <laughs> I quit <laughs> like in my Literally. trainer wasn't there that day like, he <gasps> threw me to the shark. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. What do I do? And, and no one else is, like, on a break. 
like everyone's working. And so I grabbed my manager and she's an, a licensed esthetician, but she doesn't regularly wax. And so I'm like, what do I do? And she's like, um, just like put a whole bunch of oil on it and it will come off. And I'm like, okay. And so I'm drenching this woman in oil. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And I tr- I'm trying to get it off, but it's just slipping out of my hands because I put oil all over it. And finally, I go out there to tell her, like, this isn't working. And I find another waxer and I'm like, hi, I'm sorry, I don't know your name, but can you come help me? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, what's up? And I was like, it's stuck. And she goes, what do you mean it's stuck? And I said, on her, on her bits, it's yeah and she goes are you doing a brazilian i said yes and she goes oh my god and so she comes in there and she's like hi i'm so and so blah blah i'm just gonna help renee here blah blah blah. and she goes what did you do and i said manager told me to put oil on it and she goes don't ever listen to her ever again <laughs> Jesus, just throw the manager under the bus. <laughs> Anyways, it's fine. And so she goes, she doesn't know what she's talking about. And she was like putting, and then she put a shit ton of powder on her. Yeah. Um, and said, ma'am, take a very deep breath in. And oh, she was no. like, okay. And she was like, and out. And she ripped that shit off. Oh, God, that poor lady. Thank God it was free. I know, and I was like, oh, my God, and she was like, there you go, honey, I'm so sorry, like, like, and I was, I was profusely apologizing, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, like, and she probably, like, made a note of my name and was like, never fucking again. (laughs) Oh, my God, literally. Literally, I felt the pain in my vagina. Like, oh my god! And that's an experience. Like, you had an experienced waxer. Can you imagine a non-experienced waxer? Like, and that's why. Like, I've trained a couple of of girls um, early in their waxing days, and I'm like, you have to. Like, I I use that example for myself because I'm like. If anything goes wrong, if you feel like you can't finish it, come grab someone. Like, say to your client, like, I'm sorry, I'm just not comfortable, blah, blah, blah. Because I was like, what do I do? Like, I'm on a time limit. And I'm like, it doesn't matter. I said, you come grab somebody. And you said, hey, I know you're in the middle of a service, but I need your help. Um, Right. And either they'll say, okay, I'm about to finish up, or I'm sorry, ma'am, can you give me one second? Like, and tell them it's an emergency, you know? <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, mm-hmm. it was crazy. I feel yeah. so bad. Luckily, I wasn't working there, like, permanently. I was just training there, so, like, I never saw her again. <laughs> Good for you! <laughs> but, oh my god, I felt so bad. Oh like like I said, thank God that shit was free. <laughs> for real, for real. All right. Uh, so, do you guys want to go down a chaos rabbit hole? Yeah, It's not going to be long. It's just going to be a lot. All right, go ahead. Okay, so I'm going to preface. So, at the time of 
of this. I was a seasoned employee at the restaurant. Um, I basically was a, a, a manager without being a manager. Like I knew the ins and outs of everything. Um, we had these family night events every Tuesday. And like clockwork, there was one family that came in at the start of family night and did not leave until we closed. We closed at 10 o'clock. Family night started mm-hmm. at five. Um, now I'm all for letting your kids run loose, having a good time on family night. But these were these people that every time they came in, you mentally prepared yourself, right? Um, well, one night uh, they decided that they were going to do their usual shtick with their kids running wild. And we're getting ready to like, it's like nine o'clock. So we're kind of winding down, getting stuff ready. And all of a sudden this dude busts in the front door. I'm talking like almost glass shattered bust in the front door and starts yelling at one of these ladies. I'm assuming probably one of the, he's one of the children's parents, like a dad. Mm-hmm. He is hollering at her. Like, we have to call the cops. Man, I have a theme going. Right. <laughs> we have to call, we eventually have to pull, we have to push the emergency buttons up front, mm-hmm. um, which are the ones that alert people to the robberies. Um, yeah. Because we could not leave the, we could not leave because it was so dramatic. So they're in there hollering and carrying on bus, you know, he's getting all up in her face, like get all up in her face. You have the parent, the other parent, I guess the young lady's mother, who's also there is like up in his face yelling, don't touch her, don't touch her. The young lady then goes hauling ass to the ladies room. We're talking clear across the restaurant. This fool busts his way into the ladies room and kicks down the handicap door to oh get God. to her. Holy kicks shit. It, kicks it in. And of course we hear it. So like our kitchen staff is trapped in the kitchen because they can't come out because of all the chaos going on. They were like, it sounded like a bomb went off. He kicked it that hard. Like, <laughs> like in the kitchen, it sounded like a bomb went off. So of course, here come the cops. They're all in science. This guy gets arrested in the middle of this restaurant. And it's had to be perp walked out the front door. Good lordy. Because he's basically threatened to kick the shit out of his baby mama in public. Shenanigans. Right. Why didn't y'all push the emergency buttons when you could have just called 911? Because at the time, the, uh, the way that the situation was happening, we didn't know if the guy was armed or not. Oh. So anyway. in order to draw not draw attention to us, we pushed the emergency panic buttons. You can't tell me that kitchen stuff ain't got no phones. Well, again, we didn't know what was going on. So like That's fair. Protocol also, states. Yeah, that's fair. Also, you know. I don't know how it was when she worked there, but like no one was allowed to have their phone on them. Yeah, no, we the only people that are allowed to have phones were uh management and, and or the store phone. Right. Yeah. So like where we could sequester ourselves in the drive through area, like you could still you can still see at the time before they did the remodel, you could still see mm. very much into that box. Oh, and okay, cool. So we didn't know what was going on. So the protocol dictated everybody stayed put. And of course it was a we had a manager who was trying to open up his own restaurant, his own franchise. So like he was there training. Of course, he had been through all of that and he's a little bit older. So like he knew what to do. But like he mm-hmm. looked at us and was like, push the panic buttons. Um, so we're like all freaking out. Mind you, we're like an hour 
an hour to close. We still have a couple of like families in. They're all freaked the hell out. The police are there. They're questioning everybody. Of course, like our manager decided to speak on behalf of the staff because most of us were still minors at the time. And I wasn't, but a lot of our evening staff were minors. So, um, you know, it was a lot. But the Dang. next day, the <laughs> construction crew comes in and they, they haul out the door. The door is cracked in half. Holy shit. The bathroom door is literally cracked in half. And you can see, like, where he had kicked it. And, like, the <gasps> hinges were, like, bent on the door frame. Oh and it was it was a lot. <laughs> How big was my this guy? Fuck. My my fuck my fucking toxic ass when it would want to be like what's she do <laughs> yo for real i was I, like wait whoa 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 what happened right like, he, so he literally was like watching an episode of cops like it I was love like cops right it was like don't touch her don't you beep don't you beep like literally like if cops had been there it'd be like all censored out it was like f word after f word after f word and it was like you're nothing but a two-piece like piece of shit like you can't fucking do anything and then the the mobs in the background like yeah you tell them (laughs) (laughs) and so me and i bet those little homeschool kids were freaking terrified Um, yo at the time a worked with me and we're over in the box side cackling to ourselves non-discreetly because we're living for the drama but we're also scared yo fell um so i think out of my entire time working there that was the most interesting thing i have ever witnessed oh my god it was like what's the What's the tea, sis? <laughs> I know, like, girl, what, what, what's she do, bro? How big was this guy? I mean, like, he was probably 6'3", but I would say pretty average looking, 150, 200 pounds, but, like, he Did very he much... Muscles? Well, yeah, he was muscular, but, like, you know how when you could just, like, look at somebody and be like, oh, they're a laborer, or, oh, that guy works with his hands, or, like, oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, he just looked could, like an average Joe. Yeah, but like he looked like he worked like, and of course where we live, landscaping is a big thing. So he mm. looked like a landscaper. And it Got was like it. summertime. So Got like, it. Makes sense. You know, it, it, so he wasn't like jacked, but like pretty average, solid looking guy. Yeah, he was in shape. Dang. It was It was a lot, bro. It was most interesting most terrifying day of my mm. life all right so we're gonna switch on to a nasty note because this bro when i remembered this i was like oh my god okay so i worked at a sporting goods store and we had fitting rooms and i was in apparel and this oh. couple i saw this boy and this girl go in didn't think anything oh, of no. it it's normal so they come, they go in. She had a pile of clothes. Okay. So I'm talking like a good pile. They're in there mm, 10, maybe 15 minutes. They come out cheeks red. Oh. I think I think nothing of it because I personally get warm when I try on clothes. And our store was a little hotter. They like were on fucking. the warmer side. Yeah. 
I went in there to check the fitting room. A used condom on the floor. They fucked. They fucked hard. Used. And I know it was used. Because I could tell. So I go on my radio. I said, manager, where are you? They said, wherever. I said, I need you to come to this fitting room. I said, okay. I was like, I'm not fucking cleaning that. I'm not fucking touching that. (laughs) And they were like, oh my god. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. The whole store was talking about it, bro. Every person who worked there at the time knew the story. (laughs) Uh, This this reminds me of our friend Blessica, who worked in retail, who had a very similar situation, except hers was a (laughs) doo-doo. Oh, I remember that. So I was like, all right, I'm not cleaning that. I'm not doing that. So they grabbed the glove and like got it up. I was like, I'll disinfect the room, but I'm not touching that. <laughs> Bro. You know what, though? At least they use protection. And that. Oh! <laughs> Renee! Good Renee. Good one. Renee! That's fucking disgusting, okay? People... I mean, at least they were safe. So I don't like to keep no, shame. I'm but not like saying you should do that. That's gross. That's don't do that. I mean, people have a kink for public sex. I mean, I don't want to kink shame, but like actual sex. And if you're gonna do it, at least take your used fucking condom with you. I mean, yeah, at least police yeah. your brass. Come on. Like now. a gentleman. Exactly. <laughs> like a gentleman. Like fucking gentleman. pick up. Pick up your I fucking brass, bitch. I don't think you're a gentleman if you're fucking in a fucking um, <laughs> you might be a gentleman, okay. but not in a good way. <laughs> Hey, if you have a public kink, that's okay. That's okay. You could be a gentleman and still have a public kink. A gentleman is, I mean, everybody's got a different definition, but (laughs) if you have a public kink, that's okay. That's fine. Whatever. I really don't give a shit. You do you. But fucking... Police your bras. Yeah. Like, bro, clean up after yourself, bro. Offer her a washcloth, clean up your condom. Right. I mean, common decency. And for those confessioners who are listening and use condoms, if you don't offer them your partner a washcloth and take care of your business, you're an asshole. You are the asshole in that situation. Yes, you are. Next story, Renee. (laughs) I don't have any more, unfortunately. Sadness. I'm trying to think. I think we're okay. good, though. Yeah, that's a pretty good episode. Oh, I've got a ton. I have a ton. And a lot I'm... of them recently, um, I can't give away too much because a lot of them have happened in the job that I have now. Um, yeah. But if I can figure out a way to to redact them down, ooh, buddy, y'all. All right. So here's here's what we're gonna do, right? We very much um, enjoy the confessions, right? We 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 live for those. We love to give our opinions on those and uh, really dig deep into those. But I think it's fun to hear other people's experiences, right? So, uh, friends, if you have a story that is like your go-to story at parties. Um, whether it be you or like something that happened to you or maybe a prank you pulled off really well or you're like us and you worked in a service industry job and you have stories for days, 
share them with us. Uh, and they will probably become part of our little mini segment that we have going on um, about personal stories. So thoughts, comments, concerns. Yeah. I like mm-hmm. the mini segment idea, but y'all let us know what you think. If, like Susan said, if you have any stories, email them in to. I don't remember the email. Pod at it's it's on link. <laughs> um, on, that note, on that note, we are ending because Emily is quite hungry. So we that- will see you later. See you next Tuesday, guys. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the Confession Corner. Our cover art is by Will, and his Instagram is WJM underscore designs underscore. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at the Confession Corner Pod. To send in a confession or secret, you can use the link in our Instagram bio or send us an email at theconfessioncornerpod at gmail.com. Be sure to leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening so we can share with others. 